Good morning. Welcome. Certainly glad you've chosen to come with me this morning on this short journey. I thought, you know, with the with everything going on in the world, all the <clears throat> just the craziness of life, the busyness of life, I thought this morning it would be great for us to, to slip away from everything going on. Just to get rid of those thoughts and those burdens in our life today. Just for, for a small time. Just, just for a moment today as we come out and sit amongst God's creation. As we sit in His presence today. Oh, what a glorious day indeed it is. Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we praise Almighty God today because of who He is. Almighty God, we lift up our hearts to You today. God, we lift up our hearts, our praises, God, and acknowledge You as our God, our Lord, and our Savior. For You created us for You. Father, today as we escape the world, Father, may our hearts be tuned to you. God, may we cast all of our burdens upon you. God, hear our hearts and hear our prayers. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> we all come from, from different walks of life today. There are those watching right now that are sick. They're dealing with different illnesses or, or different conditions. Many are here today that are, that are watching that, that are dealing with COVID or have a loved one that, that is experiencing the difficulties of, of that disease. There's others that are here that are that are scared because of recent life events or worried about what could happen. Yes, there are those here today who are grieving the loss of a loved one. Asking, how is my life going to change? How is it gonna be different? How will, how will I carry on? And also there's that person that's on the on the very cusp of losing someone they love so much. And they are amongst those or, or the friends and the family that are that don't know quite what to say or how to respond. They just want to be there to, 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 to be a listening ear, to a shoulder to cry on. There are some uh, soon-to-be moms dealing with anxiety and excitement emotions and all the while fatigue has set in and the soon to be soon to be dads while they're trying to take care of the mom others others are of you that, that are watching today are, are are in pain emotional pain maybe it's through a, a broken relationship or maybe it's self-doubt Maybe indeed it is, it is physical pain. Maybe the pain is from an injury or an ongoing disease that you have. Maybe it's from years of wear and tear on our, on our bodies. Still others are, 
are waiting on surgeries to to hopefully mend those those things that are broken, those things that need to be fixed in, in our in our bodies. There are those who have recently lost their jobs for whatever for whatever reason, or or maybe they're in fear of losing it. Maybe the fear of a possible shutdown, or or maybe you have those that are having to make the decision between following mandates and and choosing your job. Maybe you're the business owner. Maybe you're the business owner that's tried for years and years to make it happen, to make it go, to, to keep it afloat. And that's a worry that you have today. Maybe you're on a fixed income and you see the uh, the rising cost of, of food and medicine and, and know that the hard choices are going to have to come between food or, or other needs in your life. Teachers are frantically getting their, their, their rooms ready for open house next week and getting ready for the students. While the students, on the other hand, they're apprehensive about the new year, about their friends, about the classes and the workload. Oh, will I make the team? Will I, will I make the band? Will I be accepted? Where am I going to fit in? Will I be able to do the work? I don't know what that school is like. I don't know where to go, what to do. Perhaps you're the one that that did something crazy this week or recently and you're just you're so you, that, that, that you so embarrassed yourself that you that you don't even want to show your face in public maybe you're the alcoholic or the drug abuser maybe that's you watching today and, and wondering how in the world did I get to this place in my life And of course, there's the workaholic who's who's in jeopardy of, of losing their family. Certainly there is the person living alone, dealing with, with the loneliness in their life, talking to the photos on the wall and, and reliving memories of another time. And they're watching today, just hoping to, to feel that emptiness. Are you a caregiver? Providing for the essential needs of, of one that you love dearly? Are you a parent? Are you a parent today dealing with a, with a wayward child? Or maybe you're a child taking care of an elderly parent. And then on the flip side, we look around and, and see, or at least think, that, that there are people walking around us that have no concern at all, that have no problems at all, at least not yet. Oh, but the stock market can, can tank today. A job can be lost. Fire can devastate. Accidents are not planned. Sickness comes quickly. Disasters happen. 
without notice. And when we look around, we look at our neighbors and we, we, we look at our friends, we look at our coworkers and, and yes, even our church family, and we soon realize that we're all dealing with life. We're all struggling with that something that's a burden to us. We all find ourselves facing different challenges in life. We're all at different places in different ages <clears throat> at different stages in life. And so this morning, I wanted us to slip away, to put all that behind us just for a moment and be reminded that God loves you, that he cares for you, that he's walking with you. And so be encouraged today. Whatever you find yourself facing today, know that God loves you. He wants to encourage your heart today. For he is the God of everything and of everything and for everything. He is the one who is and who was and who is to come. And, and just as Jesus promised that there would be troubles in this life, that we would have trials and tribulations and difficulties that would come with, with certainty, he also encourages us to bring our cares and concerns to him. And so, my friend, this morning, let's do just that. For it is his desire to bring burdens, uh, for us to bring our burdens to him. For he is the creator of the universe, creator of all things. He created me and you. He knows what we're struggling with. He knows the burdens that we have. And my friend, if he can create all of this, he can create peace in your heart today. He really can. What storm is swirling around in your life? You see, God, even though the storms come, even though the storms are around, God still calls us to praise His holy name in the midst of the storms. And so we ask today, does He hear the praise of your heart above the noise of the storm in your life? Does he hear your heart praising him and calling out to him and worshiping him? In James 4, 8, it says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. Purify your hands. Cleanse your hands and purify your heart. Come before the Lord and worship Him today. The prophet Habakkuk, one we don't read about too often, <clears throat> but he knew this in his life. He understood that, that, that God was in control and that evil would not prevail. He accepted God's will even though life was crumbling all around him. As devastation enveloped him, he still rejoiced in the Lord. He trusted God. He trusted God's willingness and 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 God's will in his life, and trusted that God would strengthen him and give him what he needed to push through and to follow through 
with the things that came his way. And so let me assure you this morning, let me assure you this morning that when things don't make sense, God knows. When things don't make sense, God knows. For his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are so much greater than our thoughts. Folks, God knows. Habakkuk writes in Habakkuk 3, verses 17 through 19. He says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms. And so think of, of the devastation as I read this passage of, of, of everything just going to pieces all around him. But yet in the midst of the storm, he's praising his God. It says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crops fail and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the Lord of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength, he says. He makes me a, a sure foot, as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. You see, he knew that God would still allow him and provide for him the ability to stand in the face of all the difficulties surrounding him. And so let's rest in his presence this morning. For Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And, and be reminded that, that his grace is amazing. His faithfulness endures forever. And his mercies are never ending. Amen. Praise the Lord today. Isaiah 43 verses 1 through 5. He says, but no, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who, formed, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep, you, sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the God, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt to your ancestors, Cush and Saba, and you in you your stead. And since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Listen to this. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. The psalmist writes, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked, wicked schemes. Rejoice in the Lord. Folks, this morning, will we let, will we just allow Jesus to transform our hearts, souls, and, 
and minds today. Release to him that, that heaviness on your heart. Whatever it is you're, you're bringing to the foot of the throne. Would, would you cast your cares upon him? We're reminded over and over and over again in God's word to trust in the Lord. So oftentimes we think, oh, I've got an idea. I think I can do this. But God's word says, lean not on your own understanding. <laughs> Hadn't you much rather lean on the Lord who is the creator of all of this, who put all of this together? Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. My friend, God, the God that we serve, almighty God that we serve, is a God of healing. He heals the broken bodies. He heals broken spirits. He heals broken hearts and broken lives. He heals broken relationships. He restores them back. 1 Corinthians 12, 9 says, his grace is sufficient for you. Do you hear me today? His grace is sufficient for you. For His power is made perfect in our weakness. Yes, healing comes to those who intimately know Him. Who intimately acknowledge Him and receive Him as their Savior. God's Word says, ask and, you, and, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find it. Are you seeking the Lord with all your heart today, my friend? Is it a passion in, in our hearts to, to chase after Him? You see, even though we're facing our own battles and our own giants and, and weathering our own storms, Jesus, Jesus still sees you. Jesus can peer through the, through the dust and the clouds of the storm. And he sees you there crying out to him. And he hears your heart. He sees you. He knows you. And he cares for you. And be reminded that there's nothing that happens in all of this world that he's not aware of. Nothing. We find in, in 1 John chapter 2, where John is writing, Words of encouragement to, to different groups of, groups of people. All of whom are at different stages in, in their life, dealing with their own circumstances. And he turns to them and he, and he wants to encourage them where they are. He's just finished talking about being honest with being honest about the, the sin in their life and being honest with God about the sin in their life. And, and the, the test that comes in life to, is a test of our faith. And so he turns and, and, and encourages them each in their own stage, in their own, wherever they are in their Christian walk and reminds them that, that they are God, that they are still saved, that they're still useful, that God still wants to use them in a mighty way. It says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 12 through 14, John writes, I'm writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. 
I'm writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. And I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God lives in you and you have overcome the evil one. Now, John isn't necessarily just writing to, to fathers, young men, and children, but he, he's talking to the three stages in life. The, the children, the young men, and the fathers. Um, and so he's actually addressing the men and women at where they are in their, in their salvific journey. Um, he talks about the children, and these are the, the new believers. He reminds them that they are, that they're still going to sin. Folks, we're all still going to sin, aren't we? But as a new believer, this can sometimes be discouraging think I've accepted Christ, but yet now I'm still sinning. I'm still doing the same thing. So sometimes it will be discouraging and they will, they will leave the faith. But mature believers, they, they understand this and, and see how they've changed in their life with regard to sin. And John encourages them and, and wants them to understand that their sin is indeed serious, that it's a serious violation against God, but it doesn't keep them tied to the past. Folks, the Holy Spirit will convict us of, of the sin in our life, but your sins have been forgiven. And even though we struggle with sin, our sin has been forgiven. And if we have truly trusted the one true God, if we've truly trusted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, Remember, we are saved by grace, by the grace of God, not by our works, not by anything we've done, but it's through faith in Christ that we're saved. And John turns his attention from the children to the, uh, to the young men. These are the mature believers. And he tells them to be encouraged because they have overcome the evil one. <laughs> They've been tempted and tested by him and, and have overcome him. Folks, we too should be encouraged when we overcome Satan, when we overcome his attempts to lead us into sin. John says we, we overcome because we're strong, not because of our own strength, though, but because or, or through the strength of the Holy Spirit, but because of the strength of the Lord. Be encouraged that the Lord provides you with the strength necessary to, to overcome and, and persevere through life's storms, through the temptations of life, through times of difficulty. And folks, it, it's an encouragement today to look back and see where there are times in your life that, that you've overcome Satan. It says in in verse 14, that these young men are, are strong. It says, because the word of God lives in you. It, it lives in you because you abide in it, because you, you study it, and because you, you live it. Be encouraged today. And, and then he talks to the, he turns his attention to the fathers. These are the, the elder believers in Christ. These are the ones who have walked with the Lord for a long time. Their life is a testimony to God's grace. To God's goodness. Oh, he is a good, good God indeed. Amen. 
you might be discouraged today because you can't do what you once could. You can't serve as often as you once could. You can't serve in the same capacity that you that you used to. Your involvement in ministry has, has lessened, but the desires in your heart to serve is still there. It's still strong. It's still wanting to do that. Well, John writes to encourage you today, my friend. He assures you that, that Christ sees your heart. He says, you, you have known him who is from the beginning. You see, they were abiding in their relationship with Christ. Saying, in essence, that you've been faithful to the Lord. Remember your fruit. Remember the goodness. For your faithfulness, your experience, your witness. It's an encouragement to us. It's an encouragement to others. You are a source of wisdom and, and counsel for the next generation. And though your physical strength is, is diminishing, your, your devotion to prayer, your devotion uh, to God, your sacrificial giving of your resources, of your time, your counsel to the next generation is invaluable, folks. It's, it's essential. You are a vital asset to the church and to the kingdom of God. And so, my friend, be encouraged today, regardless of what you're going through in life, be encouraged that God sees you, that God knows you, God hears you, and God is walking with you. To the new believer, to the, to the mature believer, to the elders among us, no matter what generation you are, no matter what stage in life that you find yourself, no matter what circumstances in life that you're facing, no matter the challenges that you're up against, my friend, I want to encourage your heart today. That God sees you. God knows you. God loves you. And God is walking with you through this time in your life. Let me just say, trust in God and be encouraged today. Almighty God, what a blessing it is to escape the busyness of the world. To come amongst and sit in the midst of your creation. To hear the birds chirping hear the water flowing, see the leaves beginning to drop. God, we're reminded that you are in control, that none of this came about without you. Every tree that was that is here, every blade of grass that has grown, every weed that is here was placed there by your hand. And God, you are a God of great detail. And you know the details of our hearts. You know the cares and the concerns that we bring to you today. And so, Father, we're leaving them with you. And trusting in your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. For you are a good God. 
And you have indeed blessed us in so many ways. Today, God, we want to say thank you. We want to praise your holy name. For you are God, the mighty one. Our Redeemer, our Lord, our Savior, and the one who is soon coming again. Father, may our hearts be prepared and may we be ready, oh, for that glorious day. Father, hear our hearts and hear our prayers. For it is indeed in Jesus' strong and saving name that we pray this morning. Amen and amen.